It's time for Golf DMV, highlighting golf in D.C., Maryland, Virginia, and anywhere else they travel. If you love golf and like to laugh, Golf DMV is your place. This ain't your stuffy, snobby, boring golf show. It's Golf DMV. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a strange edition of the uh, Golf DMV podcast. Super strange. So um, it looks like I'm in a car. It's because I am in a car. I'm, I'm in a car outside of my house. His own house. <laughs> my own house. Because my mother-in-law and mutual friend of the show, Brenda Gilbert, and it's really my mother-in-law, but Brenda's kind of like an accomplice to this. She's helping my mother-in-law with a filming project. One of the scenes uh, is filmed at, well, not one, like four of the scenes. They're filming at my house. Uh, they have been there since 9 in the morning. It is now past 8 o'clock uh, in the evening, and they're still filming. And very few people have left the house. Um, I, I brought snacks and water, and I catered. So I just being a nice son-in-law, and these people are still in my house. Nothing against the people or my mother-in-law or Brenda. I love everybody. It's just uh-huh. I don't understand why you're in my house. Um, <laughs> I don't understand. Like, it's 9 o'clock. What's the, you know, Sonny, what's, I don't know what the holdup is. But anyway, I am, I am in a car. It's going to make the rest of the show interesting on video because it gets dark after 8. And yeah. so it's going and to it's 820 now. Yes. During the show, it's going to continuously get darker. And I must be out of range for my home's Wi-Fi because I had my microphone and the laptop out here to bring you great quality as you're used to hearing here on the Golf DMV podcast. But it started to stall and I was freezing up. And so um, and so I just I'm using my phone. And so if it sounds like, you know, I'm, I'm on a phone, it's because I'm on a phone. Vernon comes on and there's some stuff with his microphone and he sounds like a robot for a while. First of all, he came on looking very distraught. Like, right. like <laughs> I was, I was. I didn't, have, I didn't have time to get my set up. I'm recording like also just on the Mac laptop computer. I don't know what the hell that sounds like if it sounds any good or not. So it's just, you know, this is the this is this is the quality you come to golf TV for. <laughs> exactly. So we've got all kinds of situations going on here, but it's okay. We'll we'll push through it. And to be honest with you, this show may never make air. It may never make it, we'll, but we'll see what the we'll, we'll see, see what, what happens. Yes. Like. Here's the thing: if you're listening to this, then it made then it. it. Made it. Okay? Yep. If you're you listening go. to it, it made it. Um, <laughs> so anyway, lots to talk about, and here's why we have to do a show. We have to do a show for two reasons. Number one, we played Bull Run. Shout out mm-hmm. to uh, uh, Mike Tate, GM there, mm-hmm. Bull Run. We we also sat down and spoke to him, and uh, and we played the course. So we want to do a full course review, um, and then also uh, Lucas Glover. One. And yeah. so he, Lucas, you know, Lucas, don't hit me no more, Glover. Well, that's the thing. And so, uh, so LB's got the Manny Millions, but I'm wondering if we can do a quick search to see how much he won for winning this tournament. Oh, because I got that. Yeah, go ahead. That's a, you know, mm-hmm. as as the rapper Bia says, it's a whole lot of money. And so, yeah. and so, <laughs> so he just won a whole <laughs> lot of money. And I'm assuming that his wife will at least treat him right and his mother and his mother, you know, her mother uh-huh. would treat them both right for, you know, at least the rest of the year. Because again, as the rapper Bia said, it's a whole lot of money in this blankety blankety blank. So <laughs> and he just, he just won a whole lot of money. How much did he win LB? Um, it's pulling up right now because it's because you asked immediately. It's not scrolling down right now, okay. but I'm going to assume it's right around 1.1. I'm I'm waiting for it to show up here, and it's still it's still spinning. Okay. Uh, yeah, the show, it's just, yeah, yeah, again, well, this is the type of show we're having today. I yeah, mean, obviously, this yeah. is the type of show. Here we go. I'm sorry. Here we go. 
one million one hundred and sixteen thousand dollars. Okay, so okay. One, like you said, that's mm-hmm. good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's for a guy getting his ass kicked, that's real good. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, we had a chance to ride down sixty six to play ball run um, Saturday uh, uh, morning. Uh, we had eight folks out. We we got a chance to see Charles and Coach B. Uh, Rick McCormick was out. Uh, who else was out? Glenn was out. Us Glenn, three. Aaron. I'm missing. Oh, and Aaron. Aaron, Aaron. yeah. My first time seeing Aaron since Pinehurst. You know, you feel like when you take a trip like that, you've gained a brother. And it's like, I feel like, I, you know, it's good to see see Aaron again, as always. It's always good to see. And it's always good to see everybody. Good to see Coach B. Good to see uh, Charles. You know, those guys are always good to hang out with. And um, and so uh, when it comes to Bull Run, you know, we're coming down there. I, I didn't have any expectations. I'll be honest. No, no, no. Actually, because of where it is, I didn't expect it to be in any like in bad condition. I expected right. the course to be in good condition, and the course was in excellent condition. Yeah. Um, here's what's interesting about Bull Run um, for me: like the course itself, great condition, easy layout. You know, um, uh, nothing super challenging about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But for some reason, being like it's it just it. The experience of being there, and I mean, we've got a great group of guys that we play with, so maybe that has a lot to do with it, but the experience of being there was was, was really top-notch, I felt. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. um, the staff was super friendly. Mm-hmm. Everybody had jokes. They had smiles on their faces. Uh, Shout-out to Sage. She was on the cart the first go-around, mm-hmm. um, and, and, and she said this is early. I don't have any liquor on my cart, but the liquor girl's coming around. Right, at 10 a.m., <laughs> yep. We was like, yes, send her by. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she gave us the liquor schedule, which was great. And um, <laughs> but so yeah, shout out to Sage, tell her we shout her out. Um, but yeah, everybody was nice. Like the like, it, it's it's funny because as we're playing the course, we were trying to find a course to compare it to up close to where we live. You know, the Montgomery County, PG County area, and we're trying to figure out okay, what we and and we and we thought of a few. Um, and as you're playing it, you're like, okay, um, you know, each course has those signature holes and memorable holes. I, 18 was kind of memorable to me because I, I got of on, course. On, a, on, a, on a part five, but, but, yeah. but, 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 the, but 18 had some character, um, mm. but the rest, I'm not sure if, if, if there was, but after the round, I was like, I really enjoyed playing here. You know what I mean? It, it was mm. something that I appreciated after the experience, if that makes any sense. Yeah. yeah. First, uh, like definitely shout out uh, Mike Tate for inviting us out. Uh, he definitely rolled the red carpet off us uh, uh, to to play at that course. Uh, when we finished, uh, I'm gonna jump all around. But when we finished, we go in to eat. You know, we were ordering foods and stuff. I ordered a drink. And Mike comes in behind me and said, "Hey, everybody's drinks on first round is on me." So, hey, what more can you what more can you say to a person who says the drinks are on him? Uh, <laughs> well, it turns out I got two drinks because somebody in our group didn't buy a drink, didn't get a drink. So I got an extra drink. So I'm, I'm extra happy. <laughs> so I, have, I have one for the road. Um, but yeah, really nice course. A uh, couple of things I will point out. The uh, the, the uh, practice area, really, really nice. Yeah, Grass yeah. tees uh, in, the, in, the, in the practice area. They had a whole chipping and uh, chipping uh, green specifically for chipping. Had a, uh, I think it was a sand trap as well. Did a really nice putting green. You know, really big. Probably had maybe six or seven um, different cups to shoot at. Um, mm-hmm. So the practice area is top notch. Again, um, uh, the course was great. I enjoyed the one hole I played, probably played the work, one of the, my worst shots on, which I think is number 12, which was a really short 
Paul four. Remember, y'all remember what all the ducks were, the geese yeah, were on it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I yeah, duff, yeah, 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 nice yeah, I my. Yeah. Uh, I, I enjoyed that whole, even though I screwed it up. But that's a whole up different ball game. And we won't talk. It, it, we won't it, talk it, about it's, that because it's short, but it's like a, a dog legs kind of right. Dog leg, dog leg right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed that. I thought that hole was. Especially with the water in the background, I thought it was a nice Beautiful. looking hole. Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. had an elevated from an elevated tee box as well. Um, yeah, can't say, really can't say anything bad about uh, uh, Bull Run. The only, and then we told Mike about this after we interviewed him. He actually, he said, okay, the cameras are off. Tell me, tell me what you really think. You know, give me your real opinion. Mm-hmm. And honestly, we didn't really think, we didn't have anything really bad to say about the course. Not Everything for, was uh-huh. nice. I mean, the, some of the holes reminded us, reminded me of uh, Bristol Manor. A few holes reminded me that I was, you know, reminded me in, in just the way it was laid out of Bristol Manor. A few holes reminded me of Oak Creek. Um, the only bad thing I could come up with for Mike, and I, we again, I, he, he, we told him this to his face, so it's not like we say anything behind his back. At least I'm saying behind his back was the, some of the carts were trash. <laughs> some of the golf carts were trash. So I had so full disclosure. I was born in '63. So when anybody gives me the opportunity. To pick a cart, because normally you go to the course, they just say, here, you this is your cart, and, yeah. you, and you take and you go. In some course, they say, here, here's the key, go pick a cart. And I go, oh, when they when they give me that opportunity, right. I walk up and then I look at the numbers, and I try and find a number that means something to me, whether it's my birth date or, you know, whatever, whatever. Okay. So I saw 63, I'm like, oh, done deal, I'm taking 63. Yeah. It was trash. <laughs> every, time, so, yeah, every time you hit the gas, it's like, yeah half time it wouldn't even go up hills i had to back down hills and neutral or whatever and then start again Um, so if you go out there don't get cart 63 that's the only advice i can give you and the the final thing i'll say in different you can take it please is please check your traffic if you live in virginia then you know about the 66 or dip yeah oh yeah we live in maryland i very seldom go out past outside the bellway out 66 i very seldom go that way and it was Saturday morning, you know, why the hell they got 66 backed up to yeah. one lane, down to yeah. one lane. Ridiculous. On a Saturday morning. I'm like, man, this is this don't make no sense. It really don't make no sense. So I didn't go back that way. I went the long way around 15 and up through Frederick to go back home. Well, and here's um, the thing. If it's going to cost more tax dollars for me, I'll pay more in taxes. Just stop doing it. Like, right. don't do, yeah, do this stuff overnight. Yeah. Make, do all, do yeah. all of it overnight. Increase my taxes. That's fine. Well, see, that, here's the problem with that. Here's the problem with what you just said. One, we live in Maryland, so they, they can't do nothing to my taxes. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Increase, yeah. The, yeah. Increase, the, yeah. increase <laughs> the Virginia people's taxes so the 66 is open. The quick side story. I used to, when I was in college, in the summertime, we would work. I worked landscaping in the summertime. And we did, we, we worked on the Dulles Toll Road between 66 and between the Beltway. When they built that road, we did all the land, put in all the trees along that road. That was in 1983-ish. Right. Here we are, 30 years later, and they still working out there. What the hell are they doing in 66? I don't understand Nothing. it. More Nothing. Tree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Vern, <laughs> your thoughts on Bull Run? Um, so we're gonna have an interview go up later on uh, YouTube, and I'll put some clips up on IG as well with uh, Mike Tate, and he talks about the course. Claude asked him a great question, hmm. um, and I won't step on the entire interview, but he he asked him, you know, what's the uh, if you had to describe Bull Run to somebody, you know, what, how would you describe it? And the first thing he said was player friendly, mm-hmm. and I happen to, I happen to agree with that assessment. Um, yeah. 
All right, when you first pull up, it's really nice. Like when you first pull into the estates, you get mm-hmm. right. The, you can see the practice green to your right, and then the, the, like the big lake or river, whatever it is, is in the middle, and you got all these holes around. It is, you know, there's nothing like pulling up to a golf course where you have a nice vista and you know yeah. you're in good hands immediately. Like you can mm-hmm. see a lot of the holes and everything, and that's that's uh, I I think that's um, it bodes well for the golfer. So he said, yeah, player pre- uh, excuse me, player friendly. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one and two, the pace of play, which again, this probably falls under player friendly, was really good. Like we moved yes. pretty quickly. I think it done in under four and a half hours. Um, and yeah, man, like 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 I don't really need to repeat too many like like Claude said and, and LB the whole time we were just trying to compare it to golf courses that we play normally, and it was this amalgam of like you say Oak Creek mm-hmm. and Laytonsville and all these courses that are sort of in the in the fun tier, like in the. Mm-hmm. And I, mm-hmm. I, I, I hesitate. It sounds like I'm talking around using the, the word easy. I hesitate to use the word easy. I, I thought no, about, it wasn't easy. No, it wasn't easy. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah. yeah. And, I, and I want to be clear about that. Like, I've, I've been thinking about this lately, you know, labeling golf courses as easy or not hard or whatever. Um, and particularly this one, you can lose the ball sneakily, like Claude and I yep. talked about on the mm-hmm. back nine. Yeah. Uh, before he made 18 and two, and we were losing balls out the fairway. I didn't, I'm just saying, since we were both doing it. Since, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. Cause you're both lost with 17 or something. 16, yeah, right? yeah. And before that too. Yeah. But um, mm-hmm. yeah. So if you're not careful, there are some tight <laughs> fairways and you can mm-hmm. lose some stuff, but it is, but it is very player friendly. Yeah. You go out there, you have a good time. It's in great shape. Uh, nothing new there. And again, mm-hmm. the pace of play was, was really good. Uh, and the service is actually pretty good too for it to be and not not very crowded. Either, I, I found for a Saturday yeah. at yeah. eight in the morning, not mm-hmm. you know, not not a ton of traffic. So uh, nice little track to get around. I think a nice once a year type situation for us maybe to go out to Virginia and uh, uh, visit with pops and them and hit it. And remember, it's part of the Raspberry Golf Trail. Talk, they're going to talk right. about it with mm-hmm. right. Eight, right. You, like the specifics of like how you can take advantage of that and everything. But uh, you know, you play Raspberry Falls. I know they recently had some trouble. You go out and play Bull Run, Links at Gettysburg. Just like seven. Six or seven mm-hmm. more courses. Yeah. I don't remember them all, but we go over that in the other interview. But um, yeah, yeah, really nice course, man. I love it. it was a good yeah, time. and shout out to the bartender whose name I d- I don't remember his name. He was great, and I yeah, and I don't have. I thought it would be on my receipt, but it's not on the receipt either. But he was cool. I really enjoyed. Yeah. He he made our eating fun. I mean, uh-huh. and, and drinking as well. Uh, but he was a good dude. Nice to talk to him. Yeah, yeah, Rick. So, Rick is so great. If I can tie that in really quick, yeah. actually, with a story from our our buddy Glenn. Uh, he recently texted me. He texted me the other day, I think, before we went out for this round, and said he thinks he's like, oh, I think Diamond Ridge. He's up in Baltimore. For those who don't know, Glenn's up in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. So he thinks oh, I think Diamond Ridge is going to be my new home course. Usually, he plays at Forest Park. I'm like, well, what's what's the problem? And I thought it was going to be something with the course, the greens were trash. Mm-hmm. Nope, took round six six hours. No, he said uh, he went in to get a. I think he said he ordered a Corona. He said he ordered a Corona. Comes in, lady hands him like some sort of other, like a Corona seltzer, some off brand, uh, off version. Uh-huh. Now, uh-huh. now, of course. So he says, you know, he's like, hey, I, I thought it was Corona. Same order, right. Yeah, it's, I think I'm going to paraphrase, but she said, look, you asked for Corona, this says Corona on it, this is what I got. And <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's not now, good. what he said, though, to the, the point I'm trying to make, what he said at the end was, he said, you know what, it doesn't cost anything to be nice to people. And yeah. the bartender at the Bull Run, you know, the mm-hmm. service staff at Bull Run, all that. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever you think of the course, however easy or hard it is, they're always nice, and that, I think right. that yeah, I think that's a good uh, mm-hmm. good contrast there because he's right; it yep. doesn't cost anything to be nice to people. Yeah. Well, and that's what yeah. Mike Tate was saying. He was like, you know, they're into the experience. We're in yeah. the experience mm-hmm. business, and when people come out, we want good conditions on the golf course. We yeah. want we want great pace of play, and the staff can be nice. Like that's mm-hmm. stuff that we can yeah. do. That's stuff that we can control, and mm-hmm. they're controlling it, and yeah. they're doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and 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 it felt it felt genuine. It didn't feel like 
people sure. were putting on. Like, yeah, it feels like they were just genuinely nice people there. Mm-hmm. And they weren't, they, they had enough staff there to cover a busy day. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it right. wasn't as if yeah. the, 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 the grill was, was busy and, and they were rushing to try to keep up with everything or the pro shot was understaffed. The starter was nice. I mean, you know, it was just, it was a really good experience. I mean, he's right. Yeah. When he talks about that bull run, they wanted it's an, an, an experience. It was definitely an experience. Lots of ladies and kids were there as well. I mean, it was, mm-hmm. it was, I loved it. It was great. Right. And just to uh, piggyback on what Claude said about being genuine, if it sounds like we're too effusive with praise and you may be thinking, did Bull Run pay these guys money? They did it. They did it. I swear they did it. You will know now. Now, I'm not saying that golf D, the golf DMV cannot be bought. If Marlton yes, we can. can be bought. Marlton, yeah, we have a price. Yes. Email me. I can give you the price. Yeah. We would be on here like, hey, guys, remember we hated Marlton. But now we love it. That's, that's the warning sign if you stop listening because we've been bought and we've sold out. But uh, no, this is t- it's, it's totally legit, and uh, they were great. Couldn't have been, couldn't have been better. I'm glad I played. And out. by the way, Mike, Mike said that he likes the fact that we're honest about stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, if we have been bought, we'll tell you we're bought. Like mm-hmm. I'm literally telling you to play this course because they mm-hmm. paid us to say it, yeah. and we think it's not really this great. But we're paid. So we're going to tell you that it's great. And so, you know, but, but no, but we weren't paid by Bull Run. Like we, like, but again, it, but it's something that we appreciated more. I feel after playing it, like during the round, mm-hmm. it was just kind of like, yeah, great, nice course, good conditions. What is this like? What can we compare it to? What, what are we feeling? And afterwards, it was just like, oh, yeah, this was fun. This was good. Mm-hmm. I had a, had a good experience. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, for me, it's about an hour away uh, from Silver Spring. Um, how far was it for you, Vern? Uh, about a little, little long, maybe an hour 10. Okay, yeah. hour 10. Um, mm-hmm. I'm assuming right around that same time for you. Yeah, about the same. 10, yeah, about, about 65, about 65 miles. Yep. So, so, so not super far. Not super mm-hmm. far if, you, if you're in Maryland. So I, if you haven't played Bull Run, I say go play it. If you have played it, play it again. Mm-hmm. And the facilities are nice indoor. The, any golf course that, that also has showers in the locker room, I'm all for. Because in mm-hmm. case you got a tight schedule, you got to yep. get somewhere else. Go ahead and jump in the shower and do and do what you got to do. So yeah, uh, mm-hmm. so yeah. Shout out to Bull Run. Thank you so much for having us, Mike. Um, yeah, we can't. Um, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, we loved it. Can't give it a higher praise than than, than what we gave it. Shout yeah. out to everybody there. Did we shout out? Did I shout out Sage already? I think I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah you did. And, yeah. And, and yeah. The okay, cool. So mm-hmm. um, so yeah, let's move on to uh, the PGA uh, Tour. Our buddy Lucas Glover with the big win. <laughs> now there was a, there was the Scottish Open that was happening. Yes. Um, and then there was another. So what's he didn't win the Scottish Open? Did John Rahm win that? No, um, he didn't. I don't forget who won. I know he was had to leave for a minute. I don't know. Who the won. golf he media won. was gushing over John Rahm. Oh, he's cruising. Oh, Rahm. Oh, the number one player. In the, oh, Rahm. He's cru- he's going to get this win before the Open Championships. And then yeah, so then he, he ended up losing. Uh, he, yeah, he did. He's, well, I'm looking at the, <clears throat> the leaderboard now. It was uh, Min Woo Lee, um, who won from New Zealand, I believe. I think New Zealand. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. 18 under in a playoff, in a playoff with uh, T. Detry and M. Fitzpatrick. I think that's Matt Fitzpatrick. Oh, Matt, oh, Matt Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, okay. Ian Poulter was uh, fourth, and then I got Ryan Palmer in fourth, uh, the highest okay. type, the highest American. So, Rom uh, um, ended up in seventh place at 16 under. Wow. Okay. 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 Well, there you go. Um, so, so this tournament, I have no clue what the sponsor is or what it's named. John Deere um, Classic. The John Deere Classic. There you go. Mm-hmm. The, John, the John Deere Classic. <laughs> um, Lucas Glover, you know, yeah. um, who, and, 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 you know, we joke around a lot on this show. Domestic violence isn't funny or anything like that, but I mean. Yeah, it is um, when it's not you. 
The views expressed by Lawrence Burke are not the views of Golf DMV, Claude Jennings, or Vernon Brown. Anything <laughs> Lawrence Burke said, please email Lawrence Brooks at Golf DMV. Um, uh, dot com. So no, but um, but he was in the news, and we, we you know we talk about it, and 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 uh, with the situation with him and his wife, and then his mom, this whole weird thing with the wife, you know, getting arrested and whatever. Um, and so now we 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 clock Lucas to make sure that he's making enough money because we don't want him getting into trouble with his wife, basically. <laughs> and we want to make sure that his mom is safe as well. And he wins this tournament, and he wins just over $1 million. Yep. 1.1. Uh, one. Exactly, which should make her um, happy for at least six months. She should be good but, until 2022. That's true. I wonder, though, honestly, I, 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 we need TMZ to do like a real – you know, behind the scenes thing with him. Cause I'm curious is he's, I mean, I'm assuming it's, I think they still married, you know, has he like taken her name off the deeds and stuff for the house? You know what I mean? Take her. She can't have access to the, to the bank accounts and stuff. I mean, what's, I really wonder what's going on in that household now. Yeah. Well, from what I understand she struggled, she had an alcohol addiction. Right. And it's like, so when you combine, combine him losing mm-hmm. with a long night of drinking, it's just not, yeah, it's not, not a good bad. formula. Yeah. Yeah. Well. yeah. Yeah. yeah, a lot of things don't go well with a long night of drinking. But anyway. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Lucas Glover wins. We're headed to the Open Championship. We'll talk a little bit about that. But first, we've got to do our Manny Millions. Yeah. Well, let's talk a little – before you leave uh, the John Deere. Okay. I, so I, I took a nap, and I woke up, I think, around the 14th hole or something like that. And uh, there was a bunch of guys that was within, you know, one or two shots to to take the tournament or at least give him some some run. And they all, you know, pooped their pants. Um, yeah. I can't produce this guy. What S is a snick snick? The one guy I don't know how to say his name. I know him. what you're talking about, but I don't that, know. Yeah, yeah, that guy on number 17. So he was in. I don't know if you saw any. Did you see any of it today, Vern? Any of uh, the Okay, so he he was he was like one to two shots back at the, at this time mm-hmm. of the lead. Mm-hmm. Hits his drive. It was a par five. Hits his drive into the right rough. Yeah. So he's got a second shot. Ball is below his feet in the rough. Okay. Mm-hmm. He sets up and everything. He hits it. It goes 30 yards. I was like, see, oh, that's yeah, what we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and that oh, pretty man. much, so that took him out of contention right there because he, he could, wasn't going to birdie 18, or, or he definitely wasn't going to eagle. He didn't even birdie it. I think he ended up getting the bogey on or eagle par at best. Go ahead, Claude. In this, tournament, in this tournament in particular, I saw on, on golf Twitter, a ton of shots that were that would make me say that made me say, "Huh, they do it too." You know what I mean? There was exactly. One guy who yep. had maybe a fifty-yard uh, chip shot to the green, and mm-hmm. he just slices it over to the right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. On, yep. on number one. on number fifteen, Kevin Na duffed mm-hmm. his chip. He had a yep. he had a chip up to get it close for birdie. He duffed it. It went like eight feet. Yep. <laughs> he, yep. he had to, he had to hit again. I know that very well. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, Munez. He was in a bunker on one. He was in a rough on one side of the green. He hit out of it. It was thick rough. He hit it into the rough on the other side of the green. Like, mm-hmm. hey, I've done that before. To the other side of the green. Yep. <laughs> exactly. yep. So, yep. yeah. So, yeah. So, a lot of guys had had chances to make moves, but nobody could nobody could pull it off. And you got to, as much as we, like you say earlier, as much as we joke Glover, I mean, he had five birdies in, in the last seven holes. Mm-hmm. And then you can say about that. Yeah, because he, he, he finished his round early, so he posted yep. the number, yep. and this is the number you guys got to beat, and they couldn't mm-hmm. beat him. They yeah, and he was tr- and in the interview, he was trying to. He got he finished at nineteen. He was he went in his mind. He said, "I need to get the 20 mm-hmm. to ensure the vic- to try and ensure the victory." That's the number he was shooting for. 
Uh, but 19 obviously was enough. So, uh, and this is his first win in, in 10 years. The other thing I, I noticed too, he had on, uh, he didn't have a glove on when I turned it on he, and it had rained a little bit. Yes. And I wasn't sure if that was, he normally plays without a glove or he just took it off because of the rain. But just a little thing I noticed. Okay, Manny Mills, we'll do it real very, quick. Very ironic, by the way. Lucas Glover not wearing a glove. Wearing a glove, right. We've got and a Tommy, glove. And we have Tommy Ganey, two gloves, $60, <laughs> two gloves. Yeah. Two gloves well, so, we yeah. know what that's all about. Right, yes. Um, so quick, we'll do a quick Manny Millions. Again, I will talk about the PGA's website, how much you all website sucks, because it wouldn't give me any information today. So we're going to go with what I have, and we'll, we'll make it work. I got enough off of off of uh, Wikipedia, mm-hmm. which I hate to use Wikipedia as my source of anything, but PGA, fix your and, website. But also we want those tour credits for BMW, though, so. <laughs> yes, yes. I think uh, PGA, I take back everything I just said until after we get our credentials. <laughs> okay, for the Manny Media this week, uh, Ted Parter Jr. Jr. came in last place at okay. uh, plus three. He won twelve thousand four hundred and sixty-two dollars. Okay. Uh, and Ted has been in this position before. I I didn't go back and find my old notebook to get what I had written last time. I I could probably could just catalog and stuff because these guys seem to repeat as last place. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Ted Potter is five foot ten, two hundred pounds. He's thirty-seven years old. He's married. Uh, he lives in. He was born in Ocala, Florida, which is where. No, no idea. Okay. 30 miles north of the villages. Thank you. Oh, okay. No, no, no yeah, yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Okay. He turned pro in 2002, but he joined the PGA Tour in 2012. Okay. Now, I, I'm going to give you what I got. It's not how I normally break down the numbers, but this is all I have today. He has two PGA wins uh-huh. since 2012. He has eight top tens. I don't know if they first, second, you know, third, second through 10th. I can't tell you, but eight top tens. And has and has played in 166 events, so those so that's cuts made is 166. Okay. okay, okay. What is his his career earnings? Hmm. You won last time, bro. Okay, okay. So so that one last time, I'll I'll, I'll go first. I'm going to say uh, 7.5 okay. million. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a good number. I like that number. Uh, <clears throat> I'll go a little bit over just to not be a chump. I'm going to say 10 million. Okay. And that would be a mistake on your part because it's uh, 6.06. All right. Okay. Yeah. And I have no, no particulars about, again, because they website sucks. Mm-hmm. So that's it for that. Briefly, I would like to touch on, since we're at the Deer, uh, the John Deere Classic, the APGA is going to be at the TPC uh, Deer Run, which is the course they play for the for the uh, John Deere Classic, and, hmm, Deere Run, John Deere Classic, uh, which is in uh, Silvis, Silvis, Illinois, which is like two hours west of Chicago, in case anybody's wondering. Uh, the APGA will be there on July 19th through the 20th. Uh, so shout out to our guy, uh, J.P. Thornton. I'm wishing mm-hmm. you well, brother. Do you know, make us proud. And I was thinking about this, too. So Willie Mack, who's normally an APGA player, yeah. Also made the cut and in, in the John Deere classic, he finished uh I just wrote it down. He finished at minus three. I think he finished like tie for sixty-fourth or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but he won thirteen thousand thirteen thousand two hundred and sixty-eight dollars for his efforts. But if he plays in the APGA tournament there next week, mm-hmm. he should be, I would have to put him as the favorite, right? Because he's been wow. playing the course now for all week. Right. <laughs> you right. know, right. and you turn right. right it back around next week and play it again. So I would, you know, you 
you have to be hands down favorite, right? Yeah, I'm just laughing. Right. Thinking about, he's he's floating in this space, man. Where like I think we said today earlier on the or yesterday on the course mm-hmm. that we feel like you know Willie probably could just go ahead, like if he could just get his card, he would secure his spot at least right now as a journeyman PJ. Not you know not not putting a ceiling on him, but right. at least right now he could survive. It seems to mm-hmm. me in the PGA making cuts and yeah. getting in yeah. there. But I'm I'm just laughing thinking about you know all the homies wishing success, but then when, when he shows up. At the APGA tour on the same like, court. Right. Oh, hold up, hold up, hold up, cuz. Hold up, no. You got to keep going here. Yeah. 13,000? Oh, no. Nah. You, you skip. You got to skip this one. You, <laughs> <laughs> you taking this spot from somebody else, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. oh, we're going to get to our uh, open championship thoughts and predictions in a second. But I, mm-hmm. I, Vern's got a story. I've got a story. I'll share mine first, then we'll go to you, Vern, with the introducing right. a new golfer. So okay. for me, something. So I had some time today, obviously, because my mother in law has commented my house. And so I went I went to walk nine holes at Paint Branch. And so nobody's out there because it's hot. You know what I mean? Um, and, and so the course is wide open. I go in, I, you know, pay my little fee, get some water. I'm getting ready to tee off. And there's a gentleman, um, a young dude who's got a cart. By young dude, I mean, I mean, he's probably around my age, maybe a little younger. He seems that way to me. He's got a cart. He's getting ready to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and the starter says, Hey, do you mind if I pay you with this guy? You know, it looks like he's ready to go. I said, yeah, I don't care. Whatever. It's all good. So I put my tee down in the ground, get ready to you know, swing. And so now, and when the starter goes over to the guy, he asks him, Hey, I'm going to pair you with this guy. And then I don't hear what the guy says in the cart. I can just see on his face. He doesn't want to play with me. Um, oh. which is fine. I mean, he, he wants to play by himself and that's cool. Cause I mean, you know, whatever. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so anyway, he, he drives his cart up. I'm like, Hey, am I good to go? Or do you want to play with me? Like, oh no, you go, go. Yeah. Like, okay, cool. That's all I want to know. So I go down and of course, strike the ball down the middle of the fairway on one. Uh, because of course, <laughs> from pay branch, I pay from the black, from the back tees. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing from the tips and, and, then I, and, then I, and then I strike the ball down the fairway. He's looking, it's, it's all good. And then I, uh, um, I, I get on the green, I'm putting out. It's all, and, and and then I go to the second hole, which is that short par three. Mm-hmm. And the, the tee box for the third hole is near the green for the second hole. So I, okay. I hit a wedge, I two putt, I'm out. I'm walking over to the third hole. Now I see this guy driving up the uh, fairway for nine, or at least on the rough of nine, headed to the tee box for three. Those who have played paint branch would, would kind of know. Wow. That's right. So I'm thinking yeah. maybe I'm thinking maybe he hooked his ball on one all the way over there, and so he's looking for it. So anyway, he stops at the third tee box. I'm like, why is this guy stopping at the third tee box? Like, he didn't even play one or two. He just drove up and stopped at the third tee box. Mm-hmm. So I go to the tee box. I don't say anything to him because it's hot. I just, I don't, I don't have time <laughs> to figure him out. You know what I mean? Like to figure out what he's. And by the way, this is not even a him thing or a golf thing. This is a, an overall Claude Jennings life thing in the last four or three years or so. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have time to figure people out. You know what I mean? I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't want to figure out where you're coming from. I don't want to figure out what's in your mind. I don't I don't know why he drove up that way and stopped at three. I don't care. We established at hole number one, you didn't you, you weren't playing right. with me. Mm-hmm. So I'm not even gonna ask you I, what I you're doing up there. As I follow this, Claude, you're basically you teed off before him and the assumption is that he's hitting behind you. Correct. Yes. Right. Correct. So, right. So in your mind, you should be going up to three and he should be finishing, you know, two or getting off one or whatever he's doing. Maybe right, exactly. Oh. All right. So he's so, so he's had, he's just sitting there in a cart near the third tee box. I just walk right past him. I go up to the to the um to the 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 the, the tee box and I hit it and I walk and keep going. I don't even say anything to him. And then I I put out. I'm going up to four and I look back and he starts teeing off at three. And I'm just thinking, why didn't he play one and two? <laughs> like, but 
instead of asking him, I've already in my mind. I don't want to talk to this dude. Like I don't right. want to. Like I already, I already put him in a box. And I'm, I don't know who he is. He's probably a nice guy with a great family. But I've already put him in a box <laughs> as that guy who just does. He's a weirdo. You know what I mean? And I didn't want to. I didn't want to. And you guys know me. I normally don't do this to people. But I, I mean, it's just. Isn't that weird? Am I the? Yes. Only, that's weird, no. right? Yeah. Yeah. Totally weird. And I, I'm. I'm glad it was you, and you just would have went there because I probably would have just kept looking at him. Like, I'm like what are you doing, dude? Why yeah. are we both here? Did you were you yeah. skipping? No. Seems like he maybe he was trying to jump jump ahead of you, but maybe. But but see the thing is he stopped at the third tee box before I was finishing putting on two, and so he could have jumped because I even I even chipped two balls thinking okay maybe he's just going to skip ahead and just kind of run through because I'm walking mm. he's got a cart and so I I dropped a second ball and chipped two and then putted both of them out and he just sat there. And so I, I just walked right past him, got on the tee box, and hit the ball. Like, you know, whatever. Like, let, you know. let me let me ask this question. Did, did you ever see him hit any of his swings or anything, any of his playing? Yes. He's not good. He's not good. Right. Okay. So so my I'm going my my deduction of this situation is he's a new golfer. He was embarrassed. He didn't want to play with you. And obviously he don't even know how to ride. He don't know how even how to follow a course yet. Because okay. he skipped. Right, because he skipped over a hole. You know what I mean? He, so you thinking maybe he thought three was one? He thought, or, or he thought three was two, or whatever. You know what I mean? Or something. He, he, in yeah. his mind, he's just following you, and <laughs> and you had, and by the time he finished one, you were all going three, and he just come in behind you. See what I'm saying? But see, I don't yeah. think he ever played one. Cause I was, cause I was looking back oh, the entire time okay. just to kind of, cause I mean, I'm always watching to see who's behind me, you right, know what I mean? Just right. to see, you mm. know, what, what they're playing like, do I need to speed up? And, you know, yeah. and no, he didn't play one or two. He just went right to three and just sat there. So I went past him. And, right. and, and the thing that, the thing that irritated me was from that point on, every time I'm in the fairway or in the rough and chipping up on the green, I see his cart there on the tee box. And I'm like, you wouldn't be this close to me if you would have just played the first two holes. Yeah. Like, and, right. and, 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 you know, you hate that pressure of somebody, not the pressure. Right. It's just like, yeah, somebody watching you. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like, I'm not playing slow. And I just took my time. And it's like, you know, I got around the course. You know, paint branches. So, so I got around the course in about an hour and a half. But it's like, you know, why are you why are you behind me? Right. You know, why, why are you even you, here, dude? Right. Yeah, it's, so. it's, it's a frustrating story to hear because, like you said, it feels like you're trying to, like, now I have to deal with this guy's weirdness behind me this is a simple game we count up from one we go to 18 uh, if, if, if i've been on courses where it's been open and you want to jump around but usually people who jump around do it with intention so it's like you know what right. i'm yep. gonna speed let me just jump they'll go straight to 10 or you well, know see, and five. that's what i thought and see i thought when he when i was putting out on two and he pulls up to three i was thinking he was going to go to four you know what i mean say so yeah. i'm just going to leave three alone i'm just going to go to four it's all good but no he just waited for me to go and then he, yeah just weird man just a weirdo so yeah Anyway, Vern, what's what's your story? I just thought I'd share that because we have all these weird. But anyway, go ahead, Vern. Yeah, yeah, no, no, that's 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 trash. So mine is uh, mine isn't that big. So basically, I had a, uh, just getting a new indoctrinating a new golfer into the game. It's just one of my. It is one of my favorite things. I think I was able to do it with my brother-in-law Glenn successfully. He's he's all the uh-huh. way in now. He sent me a text by the way. He's getting fitted. Shout out to Glenn. He's gonna get uh-uh. five irons. Oh yeah. Oh uh-uh. nice. yeah. Yeah. I haven't wrecked. I've you know I think at five. I think he's gonna go with five iron up here in Baltimore. Um, shout out to the golf doctor, though. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how they do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, hey, look. Just let me text Glenn. Just look, dude. Just save your money, man. Just go to. Just go to the golf doctor. Don't even waste. <laughs> you know what I mean? And this is this is no shade on five round. They might be really good people. They might yeah. know what they're doing. Yeah. But I would personally, after my experience, yeah. 
and 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 I commend you, Vern. It was yeah, you were right. You, you heard it, mock the tape. I said it, Vern was right. Um, just save your money and go to go to the golf doctor and stop with these. Stop with everybody else. Yeah, just stop with everybody else. Yeah, he's got the it's, it's, it's so no he's competition. Have, he's gonna have well, I, I would like to plug. I would like to plug Golf Tech. Golf Tech's, a, a, you know. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, yeah John yeah. Ross well, specifically. Yeah, yeah, John Ross specifically. But yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Ross specifically. Uh, no, so really nothing to know here. Backstories. I got a coworker of mine who dabbled in golf a long time ago. I think his mother in law gave him some clubs. I think they were ladies' clubs. Uh, and he, you know, he, he, they're good clubs. You can use them too. Uh, no, nah, he's been to a range hit, but not really. So recently, maybe a couple weeks ago, he says he texts me like frantically, like, "Hey man, when can you give me golf lessons?" Just out of nowhere, I'm like, "What?" And uh, he's like, "I'm going to Hawaii for vacation, and I booked it on a golfer's door." I'm like, "All right." Um, so, um, so we start, you know, we we have a conversation about it. Uh, I end up not giving him the lessons because he wanted to be careful because Hawaii has strict COVID protocol. So his whole family, they they basically just stayed secure until the vacation. So he does a vacation. When he comes back, uh, this is like a, I think he was gone for like 10 days. He was gone for a good amount of time. You know, you go to Hawaii, you're not going to go for a couple of days. So he was gone for a good amount of time and I hadn't heard from him. We usually talk once a week. And then out of nowhere, he calls back when he, when he calls me, maybe, uh, you know, a few days after being back, nothing about the vacation. He was like, Hey man, is this uh, like, where's a good place to get lessons? I was like, what did we do? Like almost like a, like a, like somebody who, uh, I won't say like a drug addict, but like a drug addict. No, you know, drug addict. Uh-huh. But, uh-huh. I mean, just like, Really frantic. It's like, you know, where should I go for this? I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What happened in Hawaii? What happened? I was like, because here's, I'm going to be honest with you. When he said, when I didn't give him the lessons that he said he was going to play, stay on a golf resort, I figured he goes out there, he kind of put messes around with the guy, you know, oh, this is really nice. And there's a walk, him and his old lady golf and blah, blah, blah. And that's the end of it. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of cynical about, I, I don't really don't believe people are legit into golf. And there's a certain thing I have to see, which I think I saw today. So <laughs> when he comes back and says he's, he really wants to get into it, I'm like, okay. So we start talking about clubs. He ends up getting so now my old clubs, which were LBs, were now passed back to me, and I've mm-hmm. now given them to him. He gave me some money. I gave him. He was very surprised. I gave him the clubs. He's like, "Well, I need to order a bag, but I need get a putter and a driver." I was like, "You don't need any of that. I will go into the pro shop and get it all for you." Uh-huh. I brought him a, a driver, a wood, a, a wedge, and a putter. Uh-huh. He got these old Titleist AP ones. Uh, so today's so today on Sunday. This is what, Sunday, July eleventh. We were to meet up, and I, it was just like, "Hey, don't even look at any videos. Just come out. You're gonna put, you know, we're gonna we're gonna get some range balls. I'm just gonna see what you're working with." Obviously, I'm not an instructor. Anybody listening, be like, "Oh, you don't teach golf? No duh." But the the point, like, when you're dealing with an abject beginner, you kind of don't need to be. You, you you're just looking for something athletic. Like, can yeah, you right. swing this club around you and make contact with the ball, mm-hmm. and you get a sense of where they are, and you know, blah blah. So we get out there, and we uh, uh the first seven or nine. I'm, so I he steps up. I was like, "Just do whatever you would." would normally do do what you would do in Hawaii you know whatever do, what mm-hmm. you do. and uh, he misses like a good seven or nine times in a row doesn't make contact with the ball so we stop that and I immediately go into my whole rhythm thing we, again we just start working on basic things uh-huh. Basically, uh-huh. brush the ground rhythm blah 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 but by the end maybe maybe three quarters of the way through our our hitting he hits one pure and I, uh-huh. swear, to God, I swear to I've seen this before I swear to God because you know he's frustrated and he's doing mm-hmm. like, okay. You know, keep your arms in, rotate, blah blah blah. He's and he's listening to what I'm doing and he's told being totally cool. But when he clipped it, that perfect impact, uh-huh. his uh-huh. eyes lit up when he went through as he followed through this, uh-huh. the shot and saw the ball in the air. And the the on his face was legit surprise at like I just swung that very slow 
Like a mm-hmm. great clip feel. Uh-huh. He yeah. So, you know, he gets a couple tops and, we, and then he does it maybe two or three more times. Each time he still has the look on his face. And I said, I think we got one. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. He's been, the hook is in. He said, and so then we went, and then just to be sure, because I didn't do this with Glenn, I actually went to the putting green at Lake Presidential. Uh, shout out to Lake Presidential. You can just walk up to the putting green if you got your balls and you just practice. Went to the putting green and uh, just to make sure, see if he had any touch. Because I know, I think, I think that one of the first times I went out with Glenn, he was like, blowing he had like no touch whatsoever and was blowing things past now he's one of the best putters in the group i would say Claude. Mm-hmm. like because mm-hmm. he's been practicing in the house so like, so this is my buddy my best friend's name is mike so his his touch on the green was pretty good but he also got a golf lesson so he got you know he got to experience the the shot but mm-hmm. we went on a putting green and i told him i said mike you're gonna lose all your strokes on and around this object here this putting mm-hmm. green. Chipping. there were people mm-hmm. chipping. you didn't chip but there were other guys chipping, and there was one guy. One guy was particularly good. I pointed to him. I just was like, "You see what he's doing?" He was like tear dropping the balls in there. We, I just talked about that, and then we went on putting the green to uh, to start putting, and he got a golf lesson where I put him six feet out and said, "Just show me what you do." And so he said, "All field, whatever's comfortable." Does it? Gets within like an inch each time. Uh, uh, holds one. I'm like, okay. Moving back to 25 feet out. Blows the first one by into the fringe. And I said, oh, here we uh-huh. go. So the joy I saw in the range was great. And then now he blows it by. And he's like, no, he's like, give me, no, no, give me, give me another. So I gave him another ball. And the next one, he leaves like 15 feet short. short. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, so and I'm I, I like, bro, if I, everybody listening to me should know. When he hit that second one and it went like six feet in front of him and he stood up, the confusion on his face was <laughs> universal. It's the same thing you see from Justin Thomas when they top it. Yeah. The same mm-hmm. thing you see from your, uh, who's that, Kevin Knott. That's I was like, this is the purity of golf. This is the uh-huh. thing that yeah. connects everyone. He's only yep. been out here for 10 minutes already. Because he, he stood up like he like he was perplexed at the ball. Right. <laughs> yeah, like, why didn't that go in? What, what happened? And then, you know, after some putts, we got his lagging together. And he, he figured out, like, oh, okay, you know, this is why putting is important. But, yeah, so that, that was it. I just – the look in his eye, though, when he took that one perfect, I was like, oh, I oh, we, we might. And then, of course, when we finish, we go back to the car and we're talking. He's like, yeah, so I think I'm going to start coming out here uh, every week. So he asked me, he's like, he's like, can I just come up to the range and just bring my own balls? I said, no, 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 no. Oh, no. <laughs> I'll teach you the, the protocol. Right. There is a business. They run in a business here. Yeah. It, well, because when we came there, there were uh, uh, there was maybe a half bucket on the range there, so we just went ahead and hit those. Right, I said, right. you come in, you see balls on the range by all means, but if they're yellow, they'll be range balls. Otherwise, go in and buy them. But you can putt with your own balls. So next mm-hmm. weekend, next Sunday, after we play Lake Press, which I'm happy mm-hmm. to say we'll be doing, after we play Lake Press, I'll see him that Sunday, and, uh, okay. and we'll. We'll go through it again. So now I'm going to give him some homework signs. I'm going to send him some basic chipping things and some mm-hmm. rhythm stuff. Super mm-hmm. simple, nothing crazy. And then we'll see We'll see mm-hmm. where he's at next week. And then he said he wants to jump in with us when we do one of our, like like a MoCo, like a sort of an easy round. Okay, right, just right. Sort of, you know, probably just yeah. more, be more riding with us, but just hit occasionally and just kind of, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does, does, does he have kids? He does, but they're older. His kids are old. His kids are like, one's going to college. Oh, okay. The other okay. one's in junior. Yeah, so his kids are Okay, older. okay, cool. He has three. All right, all right. Yeah. Well, there you go. There you yeah. go. So we got the Open Championship coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to it. Golf early, early in the morning. That's going to be good to get up in the this morning. This is going to be early. Golf it's going to be early, late. It's going to be early, early, like the seven, the, the six o'clock in the morning type stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're, yeah they're even earlier than that. Yeah. 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 Ooh. Yeah. Wow. And I get up early for work, so I'm going to enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. I, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can always watch the replays, I guess. Yeah. Early favorites. Who Who are we looking at? What are you guys thinking? Uh, okay, so early favorites are are the usuals, right? We're looking at like uh, uh so Shane. Just so everybody knows, let's just r- real quick recap. 
uh, Royal St. George's. Royal St. George's uh-huh. where we're at this year for the Open Championships, par 70, not 72, 7,200 yards. Um, and I think it was the first golf course in England to host the Open Championship, uh, I believe, as, uh, yeah, 1894. I'm looking at my little stat sheet here. Um, defending champ, there was no Open Championship last year because of COVID, but defending champ uh-huh. is Shane Lowry. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, what a bum. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay, all right. Cool. Oh, There's another guy you hate for the reasons we don't know. No, no, I just don't hate him. But he, I mean, he won. Yeah. And he ain't done squat since. He been, you know what I mean. He he he's been MIA since that win. But go ahead. Golf is so beat the family. He won the Open Championship. Hasn't done anything since. It's just a micro. This is sort of a microcosm of our game. When we go out, and we're playing like trash the whole time, and then Clark gets on the two on the five, and immediately forgets everything. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's the same thing. But no, yeah, Shane Lowry's defending champ. So John Rahm uh, is an early favorite, I guess, for the uh-huh. stock course. Uh, the, I'm sorry. So the, I just want to say real quick, the course itself, like what it's known for, you know, they all have characteristics. Uh, Royal St. George's has like a lot of undulating uh, terrain, very like bouncy, mm-hmm. like knobs and stuff like that, that produces unpredictable bounces. And uh, crazy deep bunkers, which is kind of, you know, it's kind of Europe's thing, but like crazy deep bunkers. So uh, got nice seaside views and everything else, but yeah, John Rahm right now is uh, uh appears to be one of the favorites. Uh, and let me see. And oh, and uh, Bryson Shambo, just so you know, uh, just side note, has a new caddy. Just if, if yeah, name, of course he does. Uh, yeah, Brian Dickel <laughs> needs um, one because the other one left him. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, exactly, yes. exactly. But yeah, yeah. So Rom, I think Rom is right, sort of like number one uh, uh, right now in terms of betting favorites whatever but i'm trying to get my okay. list here if you can't tell i'm having some trouble i think yeah. we're going to I think, well i just think we're going to here's my prediction i don't know yeah. exactly who it's going to be but i think we're going to get a first time major winner yeah and they're going to be from europe it's going to be a european you think so hmm. okay yep. all right yep, yep, yep. Yeah, probably, that probably makes that makes sense yeah yeah so um wasn't enough filibusters. LB, what do you got? Okay, so while, while you're doing that, I'm going to switch to quickly to the LPGA because I, there's something I did want to talk about. Okay. Um, the LPGA was uh, at the Marathon LPGA Classic, which was in Ohio this weekend. Uh, they only played three rounds because the fourth round was cut because of the severe weather they had uh, uh-huh. in the Midwest this week. Uh, NASA had to... Oh, man, I hate it. I, keep, I hate to screw up these people's names. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. NASA H. Yeah, NASA H. Uh, Hataka, I think something okay. like that. She okay. won. She was at minus nineteen. She won three hundred thousand dollars. But here's here's the stuff I wanted to get to. Okay. So I went and looked at her uh, her stats for the weekend for the for the three rounds that they played. Her fairway, yeah. fairways hits. She was thirty seven out of forty two fairways Woo. the week. Thirty two out of forty seven. Thirty seven out of forty two. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, 37 out of 42. Five fairways, got it. Yes, yeah, five and fairways. Her average driver distance, 266. You know, yeah. that's decent. Putts, average putts per round, 27. Right. Greens and regulations, 48 out of 54. Right. Greens and regulations for the Ooh. three rounds. I mean, those. that's why she was minus 19. I mean, uh-huh. yeah, you had, yeah, you had 37 out of 42 fairways. Come on, what are we doing here, man? Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I I hit four out of fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think those greens of regulation are 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 uh, are important. Although uh, Glenn said for amateurs, he thinks maybe fairways uh, fairways hit probably kind of a bogus stat, which I I probably 
tend to agree with him. Like, right. Because, because like we, we hit a good shot and you're in like the first cut or the right rough or whatever that technically if we were on the tour, that wouldn't be a fairway hit. But for us, fairway hit basically means do you have a good lie with it, with a look at the green, basically can mm-hmm. you put a good shot? Right, right, right. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. For sure. Conversely, for sure. if you pop it into the fairway, I mean, that's a fairway hit, but what, what's the significance of that? I think reason regulation probably, for us, for, for us. us. Okay. Well, yeah. I, but I, well, I think, but they, I think they correlate though, because for at least in my in my statistics yeah. that I've been trying to trying to at least trying to track more as of late is yeah. when I have a greens and regulation. When I do hit a get a green and regulations, because I was in the fairway. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, right. yeah, more than yeah. more than a lot, I'm in the fairway because if I'm in a rough, then it's, it's a whole different ball game. I mean, it's yeah. not that, that, that it still happens, but it doesn't yeah, happen. No, still, no, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, yeah. when I got on in two on eighteen on that par five, it's because I was in the fairway. You was in the fairway, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, because on that same hole, we were about the same distance, but I was in a rough, and I I didn't have a yeah. I didn't have a prayer to try and get to it. We were about the know? same distance. I was further, but that's that's fine. Whatever. I said about. I didn't say. I didn't say I was. Man, okay. Then we can go. We can, you want to go back to hole number three where I blitz no, no, all of no, y'all in the fairway? Do we want to talk about that drive? Is that what we want to do now? Oh, okay. But to say, I can because I got my scorecard here. I, and you know, I put circles around those ones. I can tell you which one. So all supposed to bring it together, but frequently everybody keeps track of everybody else's mistakes. Right, exactly. They're trying to throw shade. Uh, so really, really quick, the top five. So obviously, I didn't. I didn't get a chance. So I've, I've been doing a lot of editing lately. With a lot of video stuff. We got. We'll have some videos coming out from uh from bull run so i didn't get to do my full gambling worker for the open championship which is not great because it's one of my favorite i think it's probably my favorite major john rom roy mcelroy dustin bryson interestingly which i don't i don't, I don't know how they have him in there and brooks kepka these are betting favorites but i think the there's a i don't think no, I, yeah i would bet i would take a bet that none of those guys win I, I might bet with rom i would rock of those i would rock with rom like you said uh, uh european i think he has a good chance dustin hasn't really been doing mm-hmm. too much yeah. no um and i'd put some I, i'd sprinkle some money on roy mcelroy as like a launch like somebody nobody's thinking about because right now i mean he's he's at 11 to 1 as of right now but i think that might go uh i think that might go up uh because I, I feel like these other guys are going to get get hit more but there's definitely some value down there to to be had justin rose shane lowry down there 40 to 1 i mean that's pretty that's you know you put something on there so definitely go do your research but i am looking forward to it this thursday at three in the morning or whatever you know someone someone who's been hot but falling short um all year has been louis ustazen oh maybe you know yeah that's true that's true um yeah. Yeah. Who knows? We'll see. Yeah, um, I'm look. I'm I looking he at. He won an open championship before, mm-hmm. so he wouldn't be a first time winner from Europe. But I mean, you know, yeah, I'm thinking Louis might be. I'm. Uh, yeah, I would think maybe Louis. Um, I still feel like Tommy Fleet was going to break through at some point. Um, yeah, you're. We'll yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you still, you still got, you're still holding on to your Fleetwood stock. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to sell it. Yeah, I'm going to hold on to it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there's a. I'm looking at the uh, British Open alternatives. Um, alternates. I'm sorry. And uh, apparently Matt Wolf is not going to play in it. Oh, that's I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So did obviously again. It was very busy before I jumped on. I didn't get the show notes. I did want to highlight the the like LB said some big name withdrawals. So mm-hmm. like Matsuyama, if you didn't know. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Bubba Watson. Yeah, because of yeah because of COVID, I didn't know Bubba withdrew, and then Matt Wolf withdrew and hasn't said at least as of right now. I know I saw the news late last night. I hadn't seen a reason, which not not that I need one. You know, I'm not mm-hmm. trying to make withdraw withdraw. Um, but yeah, a couple some high profile withdrawals. You said Bubba Watson too, Claude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bubba mm-hmm. Watson's coming out. Brandon Steele is taking his place, and Harold Varner is getting uh, Hideki's spot. Oh nice. yeah, yeah. Okay. 
Um, these other guys, Antonio Rozier is replacing I'm excited about somebody named Lee. I don't know who that is. And Andy Sullivan is replacing uh, Matt Wolf. And John Catlin is replacing David Duvall, who shouldn't even be playing anyway. Uh, you know what I mean? I understand he won it back in the day, but I mean, dude, he can't hit the side of a barn with a golf ball. Why is he even, you know, still trying to play golf anymore? Just stay in the booth and do your thing, man. Golf has you know? a lot of pressure as it is, but I, I do wonder. I do wonder what it's like to be like sitting, sit, chilling at your house, having either just missed a cut or whatever. Because I those, those names you just mentioned, I don't know what they did. And mm-hmm. then you get a call like, "Hey, Matt Wolf isn't going. You're going to the Open Championship." Right. Like, like gotta be dope. Gotta be. Dope. Like, yeah, you're excited, but then, uh, yeah, all, I mean, you know, it's, it's probably gotta, you have to do everything you can to keep the. Because at least me, I would be thinking like, this is a um, sort of a, you know, it's an opportunity that I don't want to. Waste. I, I well, well to that to that point now, the guy, and I, I'm going to try and remember which guy it was, that today's at the John Deere, because he came in toward the top, it was either, it wasn't Ryan Moore, it uh, wasn't Scott Brown. What's the guy's name? I'm looking at the list. Well, because of his finish, they were saying that he would be invited to the Open. Okay. But so that means, but they were saying what, you know, he's going to basically have to, he's got to go home and kiss his wife and get on the plane and leave. You know, to get over there. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that too. I was right, there and the guy was like, I got a chance to watch it. He's going to have a quick turnaround, yep. Yeah, but they they were saying the guy, but they apparently they asked the guy, and he was like, well, if it's offered to me, I'm not going. I'm not going. Oh, wow. Yeah, he was like, yeah, whatever. No, I'm not doing it. I don't know if, I don't think, it, it may have been Ryan Moore, or, because it was somebody in the top. It wasn't Scott Brown. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it wasn't Scott Brown. It may have been Ryan Moore. Ooh, I don't um, know. That, I don't that's know how that's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, and he was like, "Yeah, they, he, yeah, he's they, they reported during the during the telecast that if he said that if he was if he's uh, offered it that he's not going." So I don't, you know, I, and I, yeah, I don't know what the reason, but I didn't catch the reason. Again, I was taking a nap, so I, I may have missed it. <laughs> so uh, last thing, Claude, I just want to update from last week. Uh, I was trying to get some video stuff with, uh, with our friend, the Boss Golfs, Charles uh, from the Boss Golfs. Uh, go check out his Instagram profile. He listened to our show last week when I asked about the Detroit and, you know, how did these courses, when they're picked, are they uh, uh, heavily, uh, uh, you know, micromanaged by the tour and about what the score is and blah, blah, blah. You can go back to the last show and listen to my, to my rant there. And he did confirm, he did confirm, uh, that they are. So I just want to, I just want to read what he DM'd us. He said the PGA monitors assists in managing and establishes the way the course will play before they arrive. And the closer they get to playing, the more involved they get. Uh, they essentially manage the course to fall in a particular range. Uh, and by chance, the course may get them, uh, it'll work one way or the other. He said Cog Hill was a favorite on tour. And then they did a redesign to make it tougher. And the players hated it uh, for being hard and it got dropped. And they got uh, so so uh, um, and he's got more in there, which I'm, gonna, I'm just going to skip through really quick. Uh, da, 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 oh, here we go. The old superintendent at Woodmore Country Club, which is out here in Maryland, it's a private club uh, in PG County, said that back in the day, they used to the corn fair used to come out uh, a year in advance just to tell you what you're doing wrong, what you're doing right, and what you need to fix: pH balance, draining issues, all types of stuff. Wow. Uh, and the closer they got, the more management they did, um, and it, you know, and they would partner, would work with you pretty much during the week. He said the PGA Tour, it's on another level, uh, uh, but so many courses, you know, they get the opportunity, I guess, to take, you know, take it. Uh, but it's just very, very highly stressful. Uh, and he said the U.S. Open is just scary no matter what the situation is, which that part I get. But that does uh-huh. answer my question. So these, these tour stops, 
It's not, mm-hmm. it's not unspoken. They must go to these courses and be like, you've been selected. Mm-hmm. We're down to mm-hmm. let you give you a shot. Mm-hmm. Going to play around 15 to 18, you mm-hmm. know, uh-huh. 18 under or better. Yep. This is what you're going to do. Exactly. So mm-hmm. if I'm the superintendent at the Detroit Golf Club with the Rocket Mortgage is held and I feel some kind of way and I'm going to come out there and make it play tough next year, that's going to be last year. It's going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Right. Right. That's wild. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't think about that. And that's wild. But yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. You know. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. All right, folks. So as you can see from uh, my video, it's getting dark outside. Yep. Um, yep. There have been people who left my house. Not everybody's gone, but there have been people who left my house. I'll have an update on all this foolishness uh, next week, <laughs> along with the Open Championship. <laughs> it's called DMV, folks. <laughs>